right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Tapestry Podcast. We are here with Haley, Wongi, and Mike. And uh, this is this one is called What's a Person Anyway? And this is the sci fi episode, Woo-hoo. essentially. Um, Yay. Uh, my sci fi nerds out there, give a shout because I love science fiction. And when we were talking about one. all these different ideas uh, around identity, someone, it actually wasn't me. Um, started introducing this idea. We were talking about like kind of computers and um, AI and algorithms and stuff like that. And I was like, ooh, ooh, I was getting really excited because I didn't want to like push my like, but like, but like, what is life? What is human? Like, what makes us a person? Like, it's a very sci-fi kind of question. Mm-hmm. If you're into any series, eventually they tackle this question. Mm-hmm. And we've already been kind of off off mic talking a little bit about yeah. some of that stuff because uh, Haley's a big fan of. Doctor Who. Me too. It's the best. Love the Doctor. Um, but if you watch um, any of the, you know, Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah. Um, Comes across at any moment. The Orville. Uh, yeah. Orville, I think, is actually a better Star Trek show than a lot of Star Trek shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you end up with this, like, what is life? What is a person? And so uh, that's what we're talking about today. Um, yeah. So here we go. Tapestry Podcast. Cool. Um are we, should we start with what's a person or should we start with talking about, because you had chat mm-hmm. GPT, right? Part yeah, yeah. of the corresponding video so, episode. So yeah, if you watch the video episode, there is part of the script that is actually written by chat GPT. Now, I actually wrote this back in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're now sitting in May. Uh, this podcast will come out a little bit later. But um, so it's a, it's a Wednesday in May and it's a little dreary outside. Uh, <laughs> but we... <laughs> I, I wrote it like chat GPT. It was pretty new. It was, it was brand new, but I had heard about it and some people we were just starting to talk about it. But now I feel like you can't turn on anything without hearing about yeah. someone using chat GPT for something new. So it's kind of interesting happened to be prescient that I was like, wow, I wonder if this could write part of my script for me. And it did. And I was like, and when I read it out loud to myself, I was like, that doesn't sound like me. But it's good. But it doesn't sound like not a person. Yeah. Yikers. And that's exactly right. Yeah. Yikes. Right. So I think part of this is a, a, a yikes episode. I guess. Yeah. And part of it is like genuinely, okay, so what makes us us? How do we know which parts of us are from the inside? Which ones come from the outside? Which we talked about in a previous episode. But then we were talking about kind of like family influence, where we grew up, what time it was when we grew up. Um, I mean, like time of like earth <laughs> or yeah. like human history, right? Because okay. um, I grew up in a slightly different time than Haley did. But um, but this is a little bit more of like, what about those influences on us that are essentially artificial or, um, yeah, like we've talked about social media a bunch. Like, what about those? So, yeah, let's kick it off and start talking about um, what's a person anyway? Well, I'm, I'm going to answer your question later, but I want to sure. I I answer it in this context, right? Because yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about it, you know, and I was just giving a talk about this. And so context here, when we talk about artificial intelligence. So there's this test called the Turing test. Remember yes. Alan Turing yep. imitation game? And, know it, you know, for is. us. Tell us about the Turing. Yeah, the I don't know what that is. So the Turing test is this. If I, if I, let's say there's a wall in front of me, mm-hmm. right? And I ask a question or I ask for something to be done. And there are two 
places where I can get outputs. Let's say it's a maybe it's a poem. I say, write me a poem about fall in Colorado, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And from two windows, I get two poems. Okay. Can I tell which one is a person was written by oh, a person or okay. a computer? Mm-hmm. And so the idea about artificial intelligence is that can machines produce things or do things such that we perceive as human, you know, that was done by human being. Yeah. And that could be information where, like Mike, you said, it's a, mm-hmm. if it's a, something being written, it sounds good. Is it a piece of music? Is it a robot that runs or mm-hmm. acts or dances like mm-hmm. a human being? And so the idea is if a machine is able to do that, it's becoming cl- closer to being a human being mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and therefore at some point then if it gets close enough we can't discern the difference between a human being and a computer well, or a machine I'm, right and so yeah. and so if, not... if machines so true artificial intelligence is that point and so the Turing test talks about that and so yeah. coming back to your question there Mike you know like yes. who are we kind of thing I think as we look at who are we now and then as we parallel machines and where they're at right mm-hmm. Part of that has to do is that at what point are can't we tell who we are apart yeah. from mm-hmm. machines? Mm-hmm. Even with something as simple as chat, it's not simple, but it is. It, it's it's going to grow. AI yeah, right you now. know, it's a yeah. simple AI. It's it's it's, it's gargantuan. Mm-hmm. But I wonder where this thing is going to be in ten years. But yeah. that's the thing, right? So I have some friends, you know, who use it. I, I use it, you know, probably for different kind of things. But I've seen consultants who write who write have it write reports. Whoa. Researchers mm-hmm. who have it do research, programmers who have it mm-hmm. write programs for you. And so even coming back to your question and who yeah. are we is, am I still a programmer mm-hmm. if so, ChatGPT is doing all the programming for me? Yeah, if a program is programming your program, then are you, <laughs> you a know, programmer? Am I, am I that? And I, I sorry uh, to bring it sort of, you know, sort of to, a, uh, to a work kind of perspective, but yeah. that's, good. that's why I look at it. You had given this example of, and I'll let you describe it, this yeah. Doctor Who episode, because sure. it's kind of sort of work-related or not. Yeah. You know, so like, if these things are doing these things for us, where does that leave us? And then where where we're being left is, who are we in that space? And truly, you know. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get back to that, because I'll <laughs> give a preface of, because this ties in very well um, to any Doctor Who fans out there. I'm talking about season six, episode five, The Rebel Flesh. So good. Um, which has the 11th Doctor, Amy and Rory, and they find themselves at this facility. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am putting all these details from memory. I haven't watched it in a hot second, but I'll get all the important parts. Um, but they find themselves at this facility of people who work a very dangerous job. They work with acid. Um, and so this acid will absolutely destroy a human being if they touch it or fall into it, blah, blah, blah. And so what these workers do in the company to get around this is they basically clone the person. There's like this synthetic material that can form into a human being um, while the controlling person is in their own little space. They're kind of in hibernation as they're controlling um, the flesh is what they call it. Or they're double, they have a word. They have one of those sci-fi mm-hmm. little descriptions. Yeah. But um, what happens is, in true Doctor Who fashion, lightning strikes the facility, and both the flesh and the controlling person are able to exist sentiently at the same time. And these clones have all of the memories and experiences of the original person. So the question proposed is, who is a person? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's violence and scary and 
it's a spooky episode. <laughs> it's disturbing, yeah. Yeah. So you get the question of who is a person who mm-hmm. deserves to go home. Because yeah. all everyone's going to get evacuated off of this island because the storm. Mm-hmm. And so the question is who gets to go home to their families? Because one guy, but himself and his clone both yeah. have a kid at home. Yeah. And both of them know that kid. Yeah. And so it's yeah, yeah. it's a big question. Um, no spoilers for the episode though, because that, that does have an answer, but yeah, I, I love the question because, uh, it makes us step outside of ourselves for a moment and imagine, yeah, what it would be like to be in a situation like that. Or like, what makes me, me, could someone else be like me? Uh, it's yeah. kind of crazy. And so, and Mwangi, what you were talking about with uh, artificial intelligence, um, yeah, chat GPT is this very specific kind of artificial intelligence. We've had ones like this before that can play chess really well, better than yeah. a human, right? Um, this is a language model uh, yes. that yes. can create things that sound like, or at least look like human writing, uh, maybe even some human programming. Um, but what I think what creeps us out most is this idea of an artificial general intelligence or an artificial super general intelligence. So they're like, it's more intelligent than we are mm-hmm. in all the ways that we are. So it can do it's, anything that we can do, but better. And yes, yeah. that's, that's, and terrifying. it can learn without the help of us. Cause right now mm-hmm. all machine learning and AI we feed, yep. they are human made and human fed with information, yeah. which tends to bring me back down from panic when I yeah. think about it. Yeah. Um, and like you said, this, this, and there's another one called Dali, which creates images yeah. And this yeah, yeah. branch of AI, which is called generative AI, which is, mm-hmm. yeah. it's feeding information, but what it gives you is something new, something new yeah, right? Yeah. which is in its own thing. Um, but I think we can't not, people are like, oh, you guys are talking about ChatGPT, everybody's talking about it. We can't not talk about it. That's right. my point. Yeah. It'd be weird to ignore it. It'd be like, it's flavor of the month kind of stuff, but I don't think so necessarily because... I don't think it's it's not a fad because people from NASA, the shirt you're wearing, yeah. like I mean, you have folks who are AI, you know, uh, you know, people in universities and stuff like that are very, very interested in this thing. Right. Yeah. All to folks like us, so mm-hmm. it's not fad. It's not. Right. It's not. It's not the latest thing. It's it's something that's definitely here to stay. Companies, organizations are thinking about: Do we develop policies around this? Universities, and schools, and you forget the conversation about. Can you have a cell phone at school? Now it's like, right. <laughs> what are you going to do about ChatGPT? Right, you know, like, answering questions, answering for, you questions test, for you. Yeah. And then yeah. the thing is passing exams, certification exams. I think it passed mm-hmm. the medical board. Oh wow, it did. I think Whoa. if I okay. me if I'm wrong, I think it did that recently I and things like that. And so, yeah, listener, if wow. you know what tests and certifications ChatGPT has achieved, uh, passing me, grades on, let, let us know because yeah. we're send me into a spiral of <laughs> slight despair. Yeah. Um, um, Yes. So anyway, so that jet, I think coming back to even to, you know, these, these tool, it's a tool, you know, we've thought about it like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It only knows this is a calculator. All it's going to do is crunch numbers. But yeah, if, if you're talking about now, like, you know, is there such, will there be such a thing as a digital therapist or, uh, yeah. Um, or a digital confession booth (laughs) or something like that, 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 that happens. Um, I think we have to ask ourselves that, ask ourselves that I'm of the opinion that, where can we discern the things that are that a machine will always do better than us? So it's always going to do calculations better than mm-hmm. us. It's always going to do maybe that research better than us. But what's left mm-hmm. that it can't do? Mm-hmm. And that's what we should let the machine do. So like the Doctor Who episode. So if you let the, the whatever they're called, I'll call yeah. them the clones. 
if they just do the dirty work, they can cut my grass because I don't like cutting the grass. Yeah. Right. So I can stay home and do yeah. whatever I want yeah. to do that fulfills mm-hmm. me. You know, that that's that's what I want. Um, or what whatever. So like I think if we can find that what's what's fuzzy or that what keeps up keeps us up at night is maybe we think maybe the computers can do such a thing, but mm-hmm. or, you know, can a computer create a worship song that's gonna get a whole church Same going. four chords, not too yeah, hard. That's true. Um, CCM. I'm sorry again. Totally. Yes. CCM. Yeah. We. Sorry. Sorry. Worship music writers. Yeah. Um, we. We appreciate your work. We I'm love sorry. your work. We are deeply moved by your work, <laughs> and I know that you guys take a lot of crap for, for that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> I am sorry. It's all, it's uh, all good. Yeah, so uh, you mentioned the Turing test earlier. Um, if you've ever watched any of the movies that have to do with, like, um, you know, it's P- the Pinocchio thing, like the, the the robot that becomes a real boy, basically. You know, whether it's iRobot or... Yeah. Uh, what was the one with um, Robin Williams in it? And he was... He eventually becomes... Grand- anyway, maybe I'll remember later. But yeah, this idea of, you know, when can you distinguish between what's a real biological person right. and what isn't what can and doesn't matter can full like, it well and that i think is the question right, right? um like i don't know the yeah. answer to that and i wonder i don't, I don't know <laughs> well right, you I don't, get like, careful like, no, first, like, first all the computers have to get to the point where we can't tell the difference right yeah because right now well i think in what context though we're coming right? down so to like sentience depends, right because right? like I, well, I actually don't know this from a technical perspective, like actually how I'm not a programmer or like how mm-hmm. this actually works, but are AIs ever actually going to be able to be like sentient in a way where they can like think for themselves? Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's put it this way. There's deep learning where we don't know how a computer made that decision. That's so scary. So, right. So that's <laughs> called, when you go into, so that's because oh. th- there's. There's some types of rudimentary machine learning where you you give it the algorithm. I want mm-hmm. you to, you know, you give it the steps mm-hmm. you want it to do. But with these neural networks they're calling deep learning, you're giving the machine these large data sets. Mm-hmm. And it is sort of like a brain finding okay. the connections itself and it's producing output. Okay. And so when it comes to some of these ethical arguments around yeah. AI and how do you... Mm-hmm. Some of the designers of those systems themselves don't know. They can't tell you the machine made this... Mm-hmm. Calculation. They, they can't. They can't follow the that. same they path. Can't. No, that's and yeah. and the machine can't tell you. And the machine can't also tell you what it did. What it so did to come to it. Okay, so that it's that's also like. So it's not people it, can tell you how they get somewhere. So they, they um, can tell you how they get, but I can't time. tell you how most I, of the time. That's true. That's true. But I can't or, tell you how my brain is working right now for me to be able. Yeah, to the neurons. That, yeah, that's that fair. Part. Okay, no, that's yeah. a better comparison. Yeah. Um, I guess part of it is like. I guess I don't like the people building it scare me because you don't like those people are gonna have their own motives yes mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's like jurassic park where it's like yes. no yeah. one thought whether they should yeah only they could only they yeah. could so yeah. it's like we could make this world-ending thing mm-hmm. granted i'm just a doomer kind of person <laughs> i think but i'll bring the bright spots <laughs> yeah thank so you, you keep thank on going you. just feel um, free to but how do we trust the people doom. who make these things because um they can also put in their own biases right mm-hmm. and we have a lot of scary scary policies going on in the united states right now (laughs) and if those people get a hold of something as powerful as this machine as it could be but it's a little scary to me but i hear you but human beings are just as scary right i know ourselves you know in the sense that sometimes i think about 
if the machine doesn't make a good decision, then we, you know, like look at the Teslas and uh, when they mm-hmm. crash on the highway, right? Mm-hmm. That's usually big Blow news. Up, so you see, that's in. why these things can't, you know. Yeah. But we don't really count how many people. The forty thousand that right. happen every that's year. Humans, that's true. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, versus this, these few cars that did it. So I'm not excusing yeah. it necessarily. Yeah, 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 But sometimes it's like, what data how free are we, are we with at? ourselves? That's true. In as much as we, we, we <laughs> oh no, we're not. We're not. No, I'm an excellent driver. But this robot, though. Yeah, come on. You know, these are terrible. Made a really bad turn. Or like I wonder, Mike too. Like in exegesis, when you're looking, you, you know, you as a uh, as as a pastor or, or Haley, like your dad, if, or if, as if a if, theologian, if, if, if theologians, <laughs> uh, theologians, is, 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 is. Um, yeah. they could you could look at a uh, the Bible and say, okay, how 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 is that inter- how are those words interpreted, and how do I take what they say mm-hmm. and uh, either preach or how do I pick it up that book and dis- figure out or discern from that what I should do, and so. If if that AI writes a sermon based on what it knows in the social mm-hmm. context too, uh, I'm not saying is that That's any different. I'm not saying it's one hmm. worse or the other, uh, but we do that. Yeah. We, we interpret. We look at things and mm-hmm. then look around us for the variables and yep. then produce an output. Um, of course, there can be arguments that well, you know, computer doesn't have a soul. You know, yeah. Jesus, Jesus yeah. didn't come and so see, to save AI. Is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, AI is not in the Bible or like. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's, that's where we're going. <laughs> that's where we're going. Bible does not say computer, so. <laughs> so it's not. It's not there. But we. It's, it, I don't know if we can. For now, we can. I think talk around it, but at some point, it, it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit us, and yeah. and and. Uh, Sorry, I'm talking so much. I'm really passionate about this subject, but we That's use, good. but you know, mm-hmm. for for organizations, we use, we want to really. I here's where we love AI for it to predict stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm selling shoes, pattern, mm-hmm. I want it to give me the right market for me to give the right ad. Yeah. then I'm right. all over AI. Yeah, pattern recognition, money, right? Yeah, a good idea. yeah. That's what I want yeah. it for to to benefit mm-hmm. me. And I think sometimes when it's not designed for me, then we get skeptical. Like, wait a minute, what's going on? Right. There? But That's if it's true. like, oh, sales. <laughs> a sales chatbot yeah. you know I'll do that all day you know? Ooh, that's a good point yeah so I think I was holding off on the soul question uh, at first but I think like that is the deeper question right yeah so even if we end up with say a robot or an android or whatever that has artificial intelligence that is equal to a human's in every kind of general way like they can do they can make spaghetti and they can do calculus and they can put a baby to bed or whatever right mm-hmm. like all that stuff um and maybe predict like how someone might feel about a thing they say right so even the emotional stuff um and they look enough like a human like does it make it a person and because it's like, the star wars droid question right, right? Like, is it does it have a soul is a question yeah. so and then like that brings up a bigger question what is a soul? Mm-hmm. Do we all have a soul? What is that? Is it a physical yeah. thing or is it in a non-physical thing that's part of us? What about my dog, George, which you saw in the previous video in episode, episode three. in episode three, like I talk to him all the time. I heard a beep. That was my, was my watch. Sorry. It wants me to move. It's my, my watch is a Garmin. It's like talking to you. Watch. Exactly. It uses artificial oh intelligence. Oh my gosh. Too. They're here. It's in the room with us right now. Telling me I've been sitting too long and I need to start moving. That's so like, he's standing behind me, isn't he? So, um, but yeah, like, does my dog have a soul? And I think there are lots of people who would say dogs definitely don't have souls. But I think there are some other people who would be like, I don't know, like, 
I feel like my dog has a soul. So like in an exclusionary sense, because I think it could be selfish when we say, well, you don't have a soul. So that, you know, mm-hmm. the idea is like, right. because I have a soul, I have this privilege, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have this privilege. And so therefore you, you know, mm-hmm. this, this sentient being, whatever you want to call it, doesn't have a soul. So it's, it's inanimate. It's lesser. Yeah. It's lesser right? right. And so we can have dominion over so it. So you have or... dominion over it. But I keep coming back saying we human beings are not that great either. Nope. If all of us have souls, some people you'd be like, seriously? <laughs> well, and you know, uh, I think we know that our our human race has had this history of looking at certain groups of people as yeah. being either less than human or inhuman, whether that's because yeah. of war or yes. slavery or whatever. And exactly. we've decided that a whole group of people, because of some factor, skin color or something, yes. they're not a real person. Yes. Yeah. And like, would we run the risk of doing that with... An artificial. There's not even the risk. Form? It's just guaranteed. I think because oh, like we can't even do that with ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, how do we even think? And maybe that's like part of the AI where it's like we're seeing it being made. Mm-hmm. So some people are gonna be like, oh well, it's just a robot. And I like to say that, but um, and they're like they're able to look at it as like what a machine. Mm-hmm. But right now, like so, Snapchat released an AI um, really recently. I don't use Snapchat all that much, mm-hmm. but. People are like texting their AI, like, yeah. talking to their AI. Some people are like naming it, asking its name and like yeah. really humanizing it freaks me out a little bit. Um, but it's mm-hmm. like, no, this is like, it's just chat GPT to some extent. Um, right. Yes. And it's like, it's not, I don't think that's a person, right? That's a computer outputting something. Um, but the water is already getting murky. Mm-hmm. even though we don't even have something that is like yes. indistinguishable. Yes. Um, and when we talk about soul, that is like right now the, the WGA, the writers guild of America mm-hmm. is on strike. Yep. Um, and one of their demands is mm-hmm. that, um, studios can't use AI to write scripts, Yeah. which I think is reasonable because we good. want the, <laughs> yep. I think, Yep. We want AI to do the jobs yeah. we don't want to do, like you were saying, right? Yeah. Mow the lawn. Yeah. Don't do my job that I like. Well, maybe if you're a lawn guy, you don't Unless want you're it. a lawn guy. <laughs> Unless you're a lawn guy. Shout yeah. out to the lawn guys. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like mowing the lawn myself. I don't like mowing the lawn. So um, I don't mow my lawn. Thanks, Dad. Anyway, <laughs> but their demand right now is that studios don't use AI on scripts. Mm-hmm. And then you have people who are like, well, it can write scripts, but... Right now, it really can't. Um, one right. of my favorite videos of ChatGPT is during Christmas time. Again, this was early in ChatGPT. Yeah. But people were having it write scripts for skits and stuff. Yes. People are still doing that. One of my favorite ones is, I can't even quote it right now, but it's so dumb Yeah. that it's hilarious because you're laughing at this thing that's so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it becomes better, that's going to get scary, mm-hmm. which is why WGA yeah. is thought ahead. But um, part of that is like, there is a human component in art. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And as we talk about AI art, that's a whole other thing because like that you actually have to feed real people's art and there's mm-hmm. a yes, lot yeah. of ethical, yeah, oh, totally. s- not great stuff with that. Um, I don't like AI art. Personally, against it, sorry. But <laughs> no, no, um, <laughs> I'm apologizing to all the AI fans that may or may <laughs> not be listening or watching. But um, for shows and stuff that we watch we watch like storytelling is a very innate thing to humans Mm -hmm. it's what we've done throughout history for entertainment for connection Mm -hmm. um 
And so for shows and stuff, people will be like, well, it's not that deep. It's like, it's just a show. Yeah. But one, that's a lot of people's livelihoods, yeah. everyone involved from writers to crew to actors, mm -hmm. but also we tell stories for a reason, right? Like yeah. some people, it's just to like lean back on a couch and have entertainment. And I love to analyze shows mm -hmm. and books and movies. Every piece of storytelling, I will rip it apart because I yeah. just think it's fun. But mm -hmm. um, rip it apart in a way to in a like way of analytical. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can be a hater too. But <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a certain aspect like you want that human thing because when do either of you watch Ted Lasso? I have not. I don't have the Apple oh, TV Plus so thing. Ted Lasso going on. is I want, currently right, the yeah. best written television on TV. Best written show on TV, I think, at the moment. I've heard a number of people say um, it, and I've seen some clips. Because that it is so yeah. human mm -hmm. in a way where they write characters and they write people very real. Mm -hmm. Granted, like it's a comedy and it's Hollywood, so there are some things that, you know, um, hyperbolic and whatever, but. One, it has a very optimistic light. So it's viewing mm -hmm. people, hey, we all have a chance for redemption, for just being good people. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very heartwarming. It's very nice. But also, they just see people very real. People don't do always do the right thing in that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the ones who are and supposed there, to do the right and thing. And there are right, consequences yeah. for it. Yeah. And that's what's cool. But that show is written by people, and you feel that. Yeah. Granted, I don't know how big that writer room is, so it might be going against <laughs> WGA demands at the moment. But um, there is a very important part, and that's what a lot of writers are saying, where it's just you want something that feels like it was made by someone else that has lived a life like you. Yeah. And that's also representation yeah. in Hollywood for every person. But you want, you want that feeling of being feeling of being seen yes right because a, a computer or a robot or an artificial intelligence isn't going to have an experience quite like ours right and that's that might make a pretty big difference for right. us right yeah it may make a difference and um but you know as we record this episode i wonder 10 years from now if we listen to it what we'll be <laughs> How saying to what we're, we're, ta we're talking about right so like <laughs> i like what you said about ted lasso like if you saw that show and then Somebody told you, oh, yeah, this was totally computer generated. I would cry. <laughs> I think my whole worldview would be absolutely shattered. I would lose, I would lose faith. Yeah. Uh, you know, because like, uh, no, I'm not, you know, I, no, I, I hear, I hear what you're funny. saying because the idea around art, like you said, storytelling, identification, you know, the sort of like connection mm -hmm. is a very human thing. And so we're, we're, I think about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which is mm -hmm. a really great book. Really, she really great book. She invented sci-fi, by did. the way. I mean, it, it's such a great book that, um, and our our pop pop culture does not reflect what that book is about. But the idea is, you know, this creature yeah, right, is, yeah. is 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 is, is, made. is Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, Frankenstein's monster is, and it's a it, it is a it's a it's a it's it's a lie. I know we say it's a lie, but it it's conscious. Mm -hmm. When you read that book, that monster is yeah. Sentient. It's, it's sentient. It's it's it feels mm -hmm. well in the book. Really, um, it's more human than the people who monster. are reacting to it. Exactly, yeah. and in a lot of ways, those people are the monsters. Right. And that's why. It's and such that, a that's why she wrote book. it because she right, yeah. felt out of place in her that's, life yeah, at the yeah. moment. That yeah. was right. There's that human experience yeah. Yeah. that then launched that story. Yeah. Yes. And she told it in a very metaphorical sense. Yes. But she had to live her experiences first. Yes. To make that and then create sci-fi. No, legit. <laughs> and, and so, like you said, 
Arguably, yeah. It's, there's, yeah. there's, yeah. Ostr- you know, being ostracized. First, being made to look like people. Yep. Ish. And then also, then being told you're not. Right. Then you're like, oh, well, so what was the point? <laughs> yeah. And all this thing, yeah, yeah. then, mm-hmm. right? You're trying to make me look like you, but I'm, I'm not yeah. you. And then that thing demonstrating more human-like qualities than human beings. Mm-hmm. Because if you, let's say you taught that thing, the good qualities of human humans then it'd be then right. it's having some cognitive dissonance because yeah. it may say like wait a minute i don't understand why you're acting this i way. was yeah. supposed to be yeah, yeah. this is this yeah, is yeah. not how things are supposed to go um so again i think in this in this subject of these these kinds of tools and even think about shelly as she's writing it like so like who 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 are we at that time maybe right now where yes poetry still written by human beings but at the point where now if, if computers are able to do that who are we are we no longer human i think that's the thing Haley, you're trying to say like we should be the best at doing xyz mm-hmm. so if, if if at some point maybe not wholly but if at some point a computer does that better than us are we do we are feel we like we're no longer still? human yeah, right are we so still who has we that are? now taken Ooh. over Ooh. <laughs> you know i think yeah. like um I think there's some other robots they're trying at restaurants to cook dishes. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes even mm-hmm. cooking. Sometimes you'll say it's a human thing because, right. like, I'm going to cook for you. I know the way you like things, and it yeah. feels that. And way. it's very ingrained in culture. It's very ingrained in culture because yeah. it's a yeah. thing, right? But you know, like, but if you had a if you had a restaurant that was creating great dishes, can it be awarded a Michelin star if the robot it's is robots. doing a great job with the food <laughs> or whoever program whoever? Do you give credit to the person who pro? taught the robot to do what that thing is yeah yeah but the, the teacher of the chef that gets the Michelin star doesn't get the Michelin star it's the chef yes right so Ooh. right and even a Michelin star isn't about the it's not about how it's cooked it's how what how that plate shows up to that right so yeah, I mean, so, so da- damn whatever's going on in the back of the kitchen my question <laughs> yeah yeah if so we read Frankenstein Frankenstein's monster is arguably a victim yeah mm-hmm. and if we get to a point where AI is indistinguishable from a person, but just enough to where we know that we can discriminate discriminate against it, because humans inevitably will, I think yeah, maybe yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. But I'm inclined there will to agree. Be, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I guess do we ask the question of should we allow that to happen? Right. Mm. It's gonna happen. It's going to happen. But like, why should we put this thing through that? I agree. That's Grand, what I'm saying. Like, why? Yeah. Why try to make it so human-like, and then just totally to you say, yeah, oh, by exactly. the way, you're not a human being. So you should make, just make it look like a cricket or something. I don't right. know, like some, <laughs> yeah. something else that's, that does. Should that we strive for this thing that will ultimately create a bigger problem? Yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park all over again. So <laughs> I think I robot also. <laughs> you, you mentioned tools, right? Like these are tools that we use to do things. Maybe some things that we don't want to do, and I think that's good use for those kinds of things we talked about things that are human and we've talked about like can we tell the difference and whether something has a soul or not and i think i think that's those are all good questions and i think part of it comes back to and i'm not sure why i land on it but i think i land on the idea that like i don't think i don't think my my lawnmower could have a soul right like Mm -hmm. i don't think that um even the most complex thing could have a soul but i i'm not certain because i'm not sure where a soul comes from Hmm. Um, I'm not certain like if yeah. if there is something bigger than us and we call that God and God um, made everything including humans and the souls that are part of us mm-hmm. whatever however that interacts with us then 
could God not grant a soul to something that deserves it or whatever, right? Like, so let's hmm. imagine that that could happen, right? Yes. Um, it could happen. Yes. Maybe. Right. In, insofar as God can do anything. I think, yeah, maybe that could happen. It's a hypothetical. I think the thing that isn't hypothetical is that we tend as humans to anthropomorphize mm-hmm. almost everything thing. around us. Right. right? Yeah. And I was just listening to an interview recently about this. You know, we do it with, um, we do everything from like our footwear to yeah. our, to our pets. Look to, at that little water bottle. It's so right. cute. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like we put eyes on, I was, at, eyes, I was yeah. at my climbing gym recently and you guys know those Dyson air blades, the mm-hmm. ones, not the newest ones that are underneath, but the ones that you dip your hands into. Mm-hmm. Yes. They put googly eyes so that the <laughs> thing you dip your hands to, into looks like a mouth. And I was like, that is brilliant. That's well so done. Well, well done movement. Yeah. Fitness. Have either of you watched everything everywhere all at once? I still haven't oh seen it. Oh my gosh. But I hear I it's so it's good. List. Oh, it's, it's an yeah. excellent movie. And I can't really talk about, I guess I'll touch on it, but anyone mm-hmm. who has seen that movie, watchers, view, listeners, mm-hmm. I want to talk about the end with you because that ties in because mm-hmm. uh, the husband, he uh, puts googly eyes on things at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie okay, yeah. that becomes very important at the end of the movie, but he does like, it's just a joyful thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't talk about the end of the movie that's smiling, uh, but like that would really tie in very well. So someone talk about it with me, please. Uh, but yeah, this whole idea of anthropomorphizing. So no matter what, even if a thing isn't indistinguishable from a human, even if we couldn't really in good conscience grant it personhood, that doesn't mean we won't anthropomorphize it and right. interact with it as if it is a person. People that's giving the sn- part, their right? Snapchat mm-hmm. AI that's a the, name. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's the weird part, right? Like you're saying is that we do that, but then simultaneously, we're really interested in defining what. Yeah, and then we also want to kick it to the so curb. I think it's a, it's a power thing. Like compete. Yeah. Well, maybe like or it's competing com- compulsions or influences or um, impulses, right? Like we, like at one at, on the one side, we don't want this thing to be a human right. or a person. On the other hand, we want everything to be a person, including like yeah. my hoodie and yeah. whatever it is. Right? We name Our the things. My car has a name. It's Susie, like, um, you know, like fill in the blank for yourself, listener. I don't know why we do that, Mm -hmm. but I think it probably is worth thinking about then how we interact with those things, how that influences how we interact with the world. Because I think that's one of the questions I also ask in the, um, in the, the chat, like part of what brought this whole idea to my head is like, sometimes I'll be typing a text to like my wife. Right. Mm -hmm. And, my text screen gives some uh, predictive text. Like they think they know my, my phone thinks it knows what I might want to say next. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's right. And sometimes it's not. It gives me three options. Right. Um, sometimes I pick a thing that was close to what I was thinking, but it's not actually what I was going to write. Mm-hmm. So who wrote the text? It's, it's a good question. Right? Still you. Like it's yeah, still me. I make the, the cho- choice. Is that your voice? I think what you're asking is that your full voice. Right, right. And I think, so how I'm presenting myself to the world, right? Like it's part of my identity. How much of that is me? How much of that is influenced by algorithms like predict- mm. predictive text, text or AI things? And to me, that's an, that's an interesting question. How much of the way I present things, like, um, well, I bought this at a thrift store. But um, I guess I got this. He's holding his shirt and my his shirt. Hat, oh, yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, my, my, I bought this shirt at a thrift store, but like there are other things that I buy online. Mm-hmm. And definitely they were advertised me, to me based on some sort of algorithm. Right. Yes. Right. Like definitely. And I know it's just clothing choice, but 
you know, fill in the blank with how you present legit. yourself to the world, right? I think it's legit. The with the Microsoft O365 tools. Now, if you use like mm -hmm. the web version, as you're typing an email, it'll give you not just one word, but it'll, it'll help you complete the sentence. A whole sentence, yeah. If oh, it does really? that for me all the time, yes, yeah. Now it's, and it's free. Mm -hmm. So as you're so. Furthermore, right, maybe more than just one word because now it's suggesting this thing. Mm -hmm. It's interesting when I see that because, say, oh, that's a good suggestion. Mm -hmm. Let's roll with that, mm -hmm. right? And then from that, which so that now new sentence affects the way the next sentence is going to be, right? Yep. Yeah. And so, um, is so then at the end of the day, is that email produced by me or is it suggested by me? You know, sometimes when you oh watch when you watch movies and they're like. You know, based on a true story, or right. based on something, or suggested <laughs> by this, or yeah. because based, you watched based on the novel, <laughs> based on the novel, based on this yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So you, it's, yeah, yeah, right. it's sort of you know, there's a thing there, but it's kind of removed from it. <laughs> based on the thing that Mwangi was probably going to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here you go. Um, so something like that, you know, you may say like, okay, is that is that my voice? And then at some point, do I just become lazy and allow it to 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 kind of dictate things in that manner? And is that a bad? I keep coming back. So is that a bad thing necessarily? So instead of me sitting here know. racking my brain about what the best way to do this is, and this thing can churn it out in in a microsecond, mm -hmm. so what? Mm -hmm. In that context. In that context. In that context, you may be like, so I don't know, you know, like who? Who cares? Should I tell that person that I didn't write that email myself? Like, should <laughs> I cite? Yeah. Should I have a little thing at the Citation. bottom? At the Citation end, by the way, I use yeah. the like the whole sent from my email. iPhone sent, you know, written yeah, by ChatGPT. Is that, really, is that yeah. what we should be doing? Um, I, I don't know. I think it's it's all contextual, right? Um, if yeah. do I maybe it's different from writing a sermon, <laughs> you know, or something like. I think yeah. how it helps and where it helps. Maybe di we can have right. different conversations on what what that means. Um, but the other thing, remember, guys, like every time we're using this stuff, this thing is learning more from us. So we, it's, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it, I don't use it. It's, uh, it get nothing from me. It, <laughs> Except for when I have to do those, what are the, um, where you're teaching Google AI for the security? Like, are you a oh, robot like thing? A, oh, a captcha? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can't get out of those. That you can't get out of, you know. I'm not um, so robot. yeah, so that generation, because that's also human. The written word is very human. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Religiously, right? You mm -hmm. know, Jesus yeah, is a even word. The Bible so, itself yeah. was written by man, So right? the, wor yeah. the word is really strong for us, right? Yep. So even coming back to the Turing test, right? He, nice. he really, he said the ultimate thing was language, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Find the art or whatever, but... If if this thing talks to you, mm -hmm. maybe talks to you like Ted Lasso talks to you, that that is where mm. the mm -hmm. whatever you, you call I mean, the apex right. would be. So it wasn't yes, of course, it's a generation that they could do chess or whatever. But he did center around language and how human language is compared to dogs, yeah. mm -hmm. compared to trees or anything else that exists. Yeah. Right? Not that whales may not have their own language or communication medium. Mm -hmm. For human beings, it's a very different thing, yeah. you know, um, and 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 so that's where I think it starts for us. That's why the Chat GPT is so scary because the language it's sounding like, oh, we're it's, reading it yeah. like, right? Because that that's not supposed to happen. That it's way. uncanny valley at the moment, yeah. where it doesn't, it, yeah. you know, it's written by a robot because it sounds like it's written yeah. by a robot, yeah. You know? um, but it's. Well, and I mean, even that kind of earlier iteration of ChatGPT that I used to write part of the script for the video that accompanies this episode, um, the only way that I could have been absolutely sure it wasn't a person, well, I don't even know if I could have said it wasn't a person, that it wasn't someone like me, was that it, it was a little bit, 
um, like middle school level mm. or, or maybe early high school level kind of writing, right? Like, like I don't, structure and vocabulary. Like, yeah. Like, like I don't use the word overall. It's yeah. like, I'm not going to put that in there. Yeah. Like, That's no. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. My, my professors in my master's degree would have been like, take that out now. What are you doing? <laughs> what is wrong with what you? What are you doing? Right. And I got, became a much better writer because of that, because mm-hmm. they, um, like, nope, you don't need to say that. If you take that out, it doesn't change your sentence at all. I'm like, right. oh, you're right. It totally be does. Be specific. Be... Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, take this out, take this out, take this out. They were brutal, brutal with mm-hmm. me. And I'm a better writer because of it. Right. Um, but someone can do that with chat. Yeah, we can teach too, right? chat GPT. And so what you're saying is <laughs> all the extraneous you, can, you can check literally chat GPT on what it's producing because you're a better writer. So I, I guess what I'm saying. Is, so when it produces something, with all humility, I think I am still a better writer guess, than ChatGPT. Yeah, right that's now. what I'm saying. So right yeah. now, you can call BS. Yeah. Let's say on ChatGPT because you said you were taught the right way by human beings on how to write. If we fast forward a hundred years from now, is there a need for anyone to learn how to write the way you wrote if a machine can do it for them? What's the point? Right. I just don't know. It's why the way, and, that's how, that? and that's how language works too, right? Why Our language through, changes yeah. all the time. Why go through yeah. that hard... We stop using words we don't continue... Like, yeah. They it's aren't useful, out of yeah. vocabulary. Mm-hmm. So will, oh, will, will, will students need to learn to write the way you were taught to write because they may not need to. They In the same way, don't. I do not know cursive. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, already I know I know how to write my signature, yeah. but I don't know any... I can read cursive okay, but yeah. I can't write it. And I know, kid, I know my younger cousins cannot read or write cursive. And then, yeah. and then, too, then at some point, writing is no longer necessary oh my in goodness. itself, right? Yeah. Or at least, like, in the way it was, yeah. right? And is that a bad thing? And it's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm kind of saying. Is it, is, is it necessarily a bad thing? Because, like, you're right. You right now have the confidence to check ChatGPT on what it's producing any more than any of us have a mm-hmm. subject matter expertise and we can give ChatGPT and see the alpha and be like, ah, you didn't get quite this quite right. But at some point, it's going to get better as mm-hmm. it right. learns from. So then we as we rely on it more mm-hmm. we need it less so in other words if in 100 years somebody sees cursive they're going to be like what is this weird writing right and i don't know what this weird letter is it may not matter but, then that but there's gets, nobody to check but that gets lost so it, my question is how how at what point are we gaining or how at what point are we losing more than we gain mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. if we're losing stuff we can't teach it to the machine I mean, I guess at some point it's going to teach itself and, <laughs> yeah, but and it it's going to be a yeah, person and then... Well, can you read an analog clock? I can't. Okay. But I know a lot of kids who can't. And I've still got one so in the scary. youth room and like, <laughs> they don't know what well, it's at. You so. need to keep I it. Had, I'm had keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> no, legit, I had a, com- uh, 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 a chat with my son about this because yeah. they were learning time. Yeah. Analog clocks. But I also told them like, this, you're not going to need this. Like I it's mean, cool. It's good to learn. I think it intellectually mm-hmm. stimulates. Mm-hmm. But to me, there's there's no reason for an analog clock anymore. We have them. We have it many places. Yeah. yeah. And maybe visually, we have this idea. But right. Really. So really. Yeah. But know? my question at what? So like we have a lot of things that we don't necessarily always have a use for, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at your bookshelves. I have a lot of books too, so I'm not <laughs> yeah, judging. Yeah. But like, you read a book and mm-hmm. you keep it. Yes. Even yeah. though you've read it and you do not plan to reread it. I don't sometimes, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's like. No, Keeping it because that's my book. Yes. Yeah. But I don't have a need for it. Yes. Why am I not getting rid of it? And that is also ties into our anim. I can't pronounce it. Anim. Pen- An- anim. Thank anth- you. Anthropomorphizing. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Anthropomorphizing. But um, that's assigning human characteristics to a non-human object yeah. or being. And we also just apply a lot of value to things that we spend time with. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's how heirlooms and all those kind of yes. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but which is a habit a computer's not going to have, right? Yeah, 
It's not going to have that culture of it. Probably. What if, well, like, but this is where I learned the thing. I really like this database. Like, I don't want this database oh, to yeah, disappear. Oh, yeah, yeah. The computer is going to, like... this is where I learned a lot of important things that have been useful for me. Could a computer experience nostalgia? So that, then you're, you're describing then perhaps, maybe it's not the soul, but a self... Preservation almost. Um, self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Self-aware. Because it mm-hmm. asking its own questions, you know, like it's self-aware such that it's like, I am aware that I am a thing. Ooh, in this are we world. anywhere that, close to that, by the way? Do you know? I, I, I don't know. I don't I mean, Somewhere sorry. Somewhere... Right now, no, because like like I said, there's 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 the deep learning aspect where we can't see how that computer is making a decision, Mm -hmm. but that computer is still it's being turned on. It uses electricity, so it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. self actualized or something like that. But I think what you're going as coming back to the thing about our soul thing. So maybe Mm -hmm. it's not about necessarily this soul, but it's we feel that we are self-aware maybe compared to an animal in a mm-hmm. certain way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. In, a, in our feeling, a higher way, Yeah, <laughs> you know? So therefore, would another object that, that can come, become self-aware, and this is right at the heart of sci-fi, like mm-hmm. self-awareness, mm-hmm. does... Th- maybe sometimes the question isn't whether the thing is human, it's whether that thing is as good as us, right. such that... Is, is is it as valuable mm-hmm. to this earth or this society as one of us? I do have... Have either of you read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yes. yes. Okay. Two or three times all the way through, yeah. I've only read it once, so correct <laughs> me on my details, but... Well, I don't know if we'll be able to do that. <laughs> the computer outputs mm-hmm. the answer to the universe, or yeah. the answer to life. What is yeah. it? Life, the, meaning? the universe, and everything. Yes, thank it's you. It's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Thank you. And that's 42. Yep. But it doesn't know the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. Computer yeah. can't answer the question. So, what do they make? They make planet Earth mm-hmm. with all of these people, and humans are the computers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, to try to f- create the question, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then the weird mice people come up with whatever <laughs> BS answer they come up with question they come up with. But yeah, listen, you gotta you gotta read a lot of books to get to that point. Uh, the first <laughs> we're book gonna get a get Haley. No, yeah, the first book does. The first book doesn't get to the computer that. Well, never mind. No, it, no, but they make up the they make up the question Correct. at the end of the first yes. one. I've yeah. only read the first one. Ah, uh, okay. Got so it. that saved me a little okay. bit. But um, <laughs> yeah, there is that question. Like, there are always bigger things. Mm-hmm. So, like, the computer, if it gets to us, like, it proposes a lot of spiritual questions mm-hmm. because we're already asking those amongst ourselves. Yeah. So we propose that to a computer. Computer can't figure that out because. We haven't figured it out ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It, it, um, of course, we're name dropping a lot. There's this HBO show called Raised by Wolves. And, and you I've know, part of it, of it is like uh, there, there's, there's basically a, a religion or a cult around an AI, mm. you know. And so, so this idea is it's, this thing is set so far in the future such that, mm-hmm. you know, a computer has such vast knowledge of mm-hmm. human beings and the universe, et cetera, that... Any question, most questions we have, it will give us an answer mm-hmm. that is good. For, that is good for us or good for the community. Yeah, you know, this is what you should do because maybe it's really good with probability. This mm-hmm. is the best probable answer. So this is what I'm going to tell you to do because this is going to help you, which then is going to help these other people. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Um, 
but knowing who we are as human beings, like uh, going before computers existed, we were kind of jacked up, <laughs> right? So we had a hard time with a lot of things. With a lot of things, so I'm not, I'm not sure whether technology may get better, but I'm not sure if it solves anything for us, right? As human beings, be, and to what point? Because we're inherently flawed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the way we are, and so the scary part. I know that's why you cringe is that. <laughs> The, the way we are, how f- because we're flawed, what damage can we do mm-hmm. with said tools, mm-hmm. right? You yeah, because yeah. any um, tool can become a weapon. Any tool can, can become a weapon, right? And so, like that—that's what could keep you up at night. Saying, yeah. Like, wait a minute, but at what point have we gotten? Mm-hmm. At what point, too? Like, at what point is th- things like these uh, further create a chasm between ourselves, right? So, come on, ChatGPT, you got to have a laptop, you got to have your internet connection. So, like, mm-hmm. there, I'm sure there's a billion people right now who don't have that or access mm-hmm. to that. So, what is wh- more wh- than yeah? Wh- 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 what would that mean in that if I have the privilege of accessing this thing and it doing these things for me, such that I don't have the luxury to do these other things, yeah, and those people cannot afford yeah, it, it just widen widens gap. the gap, right? Yeah, and what especially as we rely opposite? on it more, like you said, where mm-hmm. if we get to a point where People, some people aren't really learning how to write, but we have a whole group of people that never had the access to something to write for them. Yeah, yeah. How do we keep those traditions? How do we allow those people yeah. to still thrive? Exactly. So I, th- sorry, that's one thing. Exactly. That's, that's one. That's one thing I see is that just creating this chasm, and then even the Doctor Who episode about work, working, and things like that. Um, you know, what does it mean fundamentally for family who wants or people who want to work and do a you know a specific thing, yeah. and not necessarily the AI taking over their work, but how how will their work be designed mm-hmm. positively and negatively, you know? Yeah. I remember I, I worked at a big department store as a uh, manager of these cashiers. And the first day when I came in, I thought it was my job to tell them. Like a typical restaurant, I thought it was mm-hmm. my job to tell them when to go on breaks and stuff like that. It was my yeah. discretion. Or when to work. Yeah. You know, you think about like, you know, any, most, most places I knew, like your store manager or owner, you tell people like, yeah, let's do, you know, it's your turn. so shows yeah. out, your turn, and so, so is out, so like whatever. Yeah. But I learned like, no, everything is done by this department store's home computer. Everything. Mm. Oh, interesting. So everybody's schedule, if you want to know your schedule, you just go to the back and look at the big chart. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, what? And then when it came to um, stocking things, mm-hmm. where things should go. That's also determined by the computer. In other words, mm-hmm. like what merchandise comes to that store, mm-hmm. at what price, where, where you put the mustard at the end caps near the children's clothes or not. Is there a person making that decision at it's any a, point to computer. where it trickles down to that computer at your store? Like, is there a higher up level where there is a person? It's a computer. At every level? Making that figuring that out on its own? Or is there someone inputting, hey, here's what we have. Here's the layout of the store's. Figure it out for so me. So that data is there, but the company is large enough. Mm-hmm. It knows a store. It knows its stores. Got and it. Then it has demographic information okay. around where they're putting up stores mm-hmm. and things like that. So then what I asked myself was, I'm not a real manager. So if I can't decide <laughs> when people are supposed to work, uh-huh. if I can't decide what, what, to, what's, put what to stock or mm-hmm. what's hot in the neighborhood, I'm not managing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just. I mean, I mean, you're just orc, making a little bit I'm more on money. This orc chart, <laughs> yeah. <hierarchy>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm actually not. I get what I'm saying. I have no real decisions to make. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, what the company is doing is, 
because every time you scan, it can see how many mustards are being sold in this zip code. It can decide what needs to be shipped Stop. there. Is there a correlation? Of course, like it's summertime, so people are going to be grilling. So we, yeah. you know, more ketchup is always going to come. Yeah. But then, you know, this scenario, this place, you know, I'll pick on Chick-fil-A, the cauliflower thing that they're trying to yeah. do, you know, like test it out in certain markets and then see right. how it is. Uh, are they doing like fried cauliflower like? Yeah. Chicken? yeah. And it's only, I think, in three markets. Denver's okay. one of them. Yeah. I don't know where cool. else. But anyway, but the... I think to your question there is, it's the data. Mm-hmm. It's the data that's coming across mm-hmm. that's allowing the company to be able to make these decisions at yeah. a very low cost because right. th- they're looking at if I made a decision, I might mess up. Right. How, it's how, you know, less at, risk. It's less risk. Well, and, you, and an easier fix if something goes wrong. Yeah. Right. And you also, I mean, you can only look at a certain number of parameters. Absolutely. And the computer can look at. Many, many more. And it can know. It can look at uh, past uh, part-time data going back maybe ten mm-hmm. years. That I wasn't around mm-hmm. for that, right? And then <laughs> use that to decide how how um, how the stores can be. So yeah. from a, coming back from an identity thing. So then even who we are in the places that we go, yeah, are, will be or are already influenced today in mm-hmm. some shape or form. You know, by technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I a manager? Am I am I am I a real manager? I know that's what it mm-hmm. says. Yes, I get yeah. like two more bucks an hour. Yeah. But it, if you if you if you leave that store, you know, sorry, if you leave that company thinking you were a manager and you have managerial skills, you don't. Right, because you're not dealing <laughs> you with don't. computer. Did it? Yeah. You don't because you're yes. not dealing with cranky workers or some, you know, dealing with true schedules. You can just like, say, "Hey, look at yeah, just go, go so. in the back. Yeah, just go, go, go in the back, back, look at the thing. You know, you're yeah. not nobody's coming to you. You know, like I mean, you. Could, but all in all, is. I think the the questions you've 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 posted, and I think the examples we've given, fundamental will come back to like, yeah, ourselves. Who are we to begin with, and then in the interaction with these inanimate things, mm-hmm. does that enhance it? Does it question it? Does it diminish it? Um, yeah. Does it cause us to trust our world more or mm-hmm. less? Yeah, you know, does it cause rifts? Mm-hmm. Um, would an AI be a better president? <laughs> you know? Oh man, that's Depends a great question. You know, Ooh, exactly, listener, exactly. Listener, <laughs> would AI make a better president? You know, um, I, I think this could be across party lines. I don't think we yeah, have to this, make we're this not talking about anything better president than a specific yeah. one that there, might be in office. That just there is this question in the Expanse, another sci-fi, which I only watched the beginning of, but I my yeah. favorite book series I've ever read. Okay. Nine books, very long. But there is this question. I don't know. I can't remember if it's in the show or not. Um, well, I guess I think it is in the show in a very smaller sense, but in the book, you have a character named Miller. He's also in the show. And, uh, he basically like, he says, I think the stars are better off without us talking about humanity in the expanse. Humanity is gone into our current solar system. Um, and so he, he's like, I think the stars are better off without us. And so there is this question that I think even when we talk about AI or just what's a person, Mm -hmm. we talk about goodness and people are, yeah bad in people yeah are the stars better off without us if we talk about ai being a better president yeah that can, to me it's so funny that those two were connected in my yeah. head but it was very yeah. quickly okay if we can't trust a person to run a government made by people um <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe people good or, question mark well um, and that's yeah that's another question right yeah was a person are people good anyway um you, you asked the question earlier like what can AI do? Can AI actually do all the things that we're talking, that we're worried about yeah. them doing? And I heard somebody recently say like, actually, 
maybe already and we wouldn't know. Yeah, that's also right? very likely. Like that's another scary thing. In, like in, it could be that there's an AI operating in the world right now that is um, super intelligent in a general way. Right. And operating many things underneath our awareness. Yeah, and the AI that possible. we have access to right now is very simple. We mm-hmm. said yeah, that it's very simple for the general public. And if, you, if, if you're a surgeon, right, or maybe you're yeah. an oncologist, yeah. right, and they're using that technology to see if the machine can do a better job of detecting a cancer than mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. you know than a, right. than a human being mm-hmm. or robotic surgeries and things mm-hmm. like that. So I think maybe in specific. Mm-hmm. With specific niches, at what point is this you know, thing like, actually it, better yeah, for humanity? We may find those questions may be way more relevant today. Yeah, let's say rather than just us generally in the public as to how much AI mm-hmm. touches us. Yeah, but I bet if we talk to some people in some professions, they may be like, "Dude, this was like ten years ago, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Th- this has been going on for forever for right. us because they're in it. Yeah, listener, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, if uh, if you've if you've been dealing with this in a way that you're like, oh yeah, like we're way more advanced than that with our AI <laughs> yeah. and you guys are way Please behind. Please let us know. Let us know. We'd love to hear um, that. We're almost, yeah, we're just Ooh. about out of time. I have two yeah. things I want to say. First, yeah. I just have notes. Um, the first is I saw on Twitter, like recently, like people are using chat GPT as like a search engine, which it is not. Um, so don't do that. It's going to give you fake sources and fake quotes of people who didn't say the thing. Also, it Chad GPT can't do math, so don't have it do your math homework. Find a different thing to do your math homework. It literally can't multiply numbers, so don't do that. Um, but we also didn't touch on this. It, back in episode two, Mwangi, at the very end of the episode, we were talking about AI for like a second. And we kind of ta- started talking about how um, people turn to Chad GPT to ask questions about the universe mm-hmm. and our meaning here, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And Therapist kind of questions. Maybe too. we need to like get a bonus episode on this or something, but yeah, maybe. just about the replacement of faith when it comes to mm. something that we know isn't a person right now mm-hmm. telling us very people things, right? Yeah. Telling us very, like the human questions that I brought up earlier, but just telling us answers to very human things because ChatGPT is going to give you an answer mm-hmm. yeah. no but, matter what you ask. But yeah. what if that answer ends up deepening your real connection yeah. with that real thing that can, is bigger than us. It can be used as a tool, I think. It can yeah. give you a lens in the same way. Like I had a friend the other day, because I'm not like a tarot kind of person. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all ever had a your like tarot, tarot card. Yeah, like, I don't know if y'all uh, ever had a reading before. But I don't, like I'm kind of the person who's like, I don't believe in that. Yeah. I have a friend, her name is Amanda. Hi, Amanda, you're not listening to this. But <laughs> um, she was like, hey, it's not necessarily, like there's some people who believe it's like, telling you your future. Mm-hmm. But for some people, it's just a tool to like a lens to look through what's happening in your life right now. Yeah. Uh. Lately, I've been using tarot cards as bookmarks and using it as like a literary <laughs> lens yeah. um, just to like reframe yeah. Yeah. that. But maybe AI, when we ask it questions about the universe, which it has never lived in, mm-hmm. it can give us a lens in which to reflect on ourselves yeah, that's interesting. and the world around us. Maybe because you have no nobody to ask those questions. Right. To. And that's a whole or other... Or you may be embarrassed to ask those questions. And like True. you said, Mike, maybe that maybe the exercise of asking is mm-hmm. what really counts. Yeah. And well, then responding to what it's saying and just more like that generative that mm-hmm. the exercise. Yep. Um we were talking about journaling early, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like maybe it's a type of a journaling where you have yeah. this inanimate chat with yeah. this thing that doesn't judge you. Just to <laughs> yeah. have it talk you know, back. Yeah. Just to talk back to you and just have that. Well, and I think that's a great transition to talking about the conversations we hope to have 
through tapestry. If you have those questions that you might want to ask something like chat, chat GPT, because it's not going to judge you. Um, we want to be that place as well, a place where we can ask questions uh, that we might actually have full answers to, but we can respond to in kind in a and generous way, way. <laughs> in a human way uh, that isn't artificial. Um, I do want to end on a bright note, I think. Yes, please. I, I think when it comes to AI, one of the hopes that I have for AI, but there's a kind of simultaneous like, but also, um, <laughs> is that it, I, I don't think it's going to end up in like a Terminator kind of situation yeah. like Skynet or whatever, because I think it really is us as a tool that we're making to serve the things that we're trying to, trying to do well. Mm-hmm. And so I think my great hope is that AI will only help us be the best of us and it will be like the best of us. Maybe it'll force us into. And and maybe, uh, I think the downside of course is we mentioned any tool can become a weapon. Um, I think I said that earlier, but some tools are designed to be weapons Hmm. and some tools are not. And without getting to any debates about second amendment things, I hope that as we're developing AI stuff, that is a tool that is meant for not only meant not meant to be a weapon, but meant to not be a weapon. Right. Yes. Does that make sense? It is yeah. intentionally not yeah. used not for harm. harm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, that's my great hope is that it's coming from us and it is part of us. Uh, because in lots of ways, we're already kind of cyborgs, right? Like who's listening to this right now with some sort of Bluetooth um, <laughs> ear, ear pod? Yeah, you got, a, watch, modification. You got watches on got A watch on that just thing. is giving me notifications of yeah. people who've contacted me. Anyway, yeah, we're bumping up against our hour just over. over. And um, thank you for listening, listener. And uh, Haley, what should people do? This is my job now. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be. I like it. It's fine. Yeah, you're good cool. at it. Yeah. Um, if you want to chat with us more, you can head over to tapestrytalk.org where you can find a link to our Discord and you can just have a good chat. You can also, um, if you're not a Discord person, you can head over to the comments of our YouTube channel for the corresponding video episode. Um, you can find the link to that video on tapestrytalk.org. Um, we're also working on social medias. It's a slow process, but it's, we're rolling. Out. We're getting it's a launch there. Phase. <laughs> so um, maybe by the time you hear this, maybe not. Just keep an eye out. Um, we might be on uh, TikTok or whatever. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. See you guys See you next guys. time. Yeah. Bye bye.